Welcome to the Random Tea Random Movies Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about the 1985 movie Clue. Yay! Yay! I really, I love this movie. Okay, 1985 was the year my oldest child was born. I just need to point that out. Okay, okay. It's two years after I was born. No. No, no. She's she was born in 90. Yeah, I was What gonna, am I thinking? She's not, she's not just two years younger than oh me. Oh my God. You're just making shit up now. I am. I am. She totally I'm knows when her kids make, were born. I, I I apologize because I know you're listening. I am so sorry that my brain. Why, where did I? Where did I even get that from? You sounded so sure of yourself too. The other one was born in '95. I got him confused. I get. I, I, fuck. Yeah. So 1985. So anyway, uh, we're talking about Clue. I love this movie. I adore this movie. It's starring uh, Eileen, everybody. Everybody. Eileen Brennan, Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn, Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKean, Martin Mull, and Leslie Ann Warren. Yep. Uh, so, I think I actually saw this at the movie theater. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't. Uh, I was two. I was 13. I, th- I want to say I did. Do you know which ending you saw? Um, No. Because I've only ever seen it where they've gone through all the endings. Right. No, I don't remember. That was like a long, long time ago. <laughs> it was a long You've slept time ago. a lot since then. Many, many, many times. Um, I, it was the multiple endings that got, I think that was what got me to go see it in the theater. Yeah. It's a cool gimmick. It was. And they actually pulled it off really they well. They did because it got people to go multiple times. Yeah. Um, to multiple theaters, so. Yeah, because what I read, they used to put in the newspapers what ending it was, whether mm-hmm. it was A, B, or C. Yeah. So, so you would know. So you could go and see it. Yeah. Well, apparently C is supposed to be what really happens. Yes. Yes. So, uh, do you know that there was a fourth ending that they didn't ever put in? Yeah, it was really dark, wasn't mm-hmm. it? It was, that's why they took it out. It yeah. Because it was a little too dark. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I looked up some fun facts about Tim Curry. Um, apparently he's terrifying in everything because he was supposed to be um, the uh, voice of the Joker in Batman the Animated Series in the early 90s. He did six episodes. He was too scary. Mark Hamill got it. Wow. And then he But was, Tim Curry voices a lot of animated villains. He does. And then he was something else. He was in Fern Gully. And I'll have to I'll have to look it up while we're talking. But it was something else rather famous that it was and then Tim Curry was too scary, so we had to go with somebody oh else. Oh my gosh. Well, I know that he does the voice of the uh the toxic smoke or whatever in Fern Gully. Um, Fern Gully, because my both my kids loved Fern Gully and actually my youngest and I were talking about it last night that we needed to find a copy of it and watch it again because we can both still recite yeah uh, the baddie song that robin williams does it was judge doom and who framed roger rabbit that christopher lloyd ended up getting oh my god he was too scary because tim curry was too scary he makes a very scary villain he freaked the fuck out of me when i was like 10 years old and it man yeah that, because he was, he played pennywise mm. he played he's a, the reason i don't like clowns yeah he's a he was a, he played a serial killer in like a two episode story arc in criminal minds that freaked me out i was like that's not tim curry Mm-mm. I won't accept that. That's that's not Tim Curry because I like Tim Curry and yeah he was he, he was scary in that episode. Me Those, out. Yeah, you're right. There were two episodes. Um. So yeah, I was really happy to see Tim Curry. I love him I so adore much. Adore Tim Curry. Um. Despite the fact that I hate clowns because of him. It's okay. It's okay. But I love the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. 
It's so hilarious. It is. And it's so sarcastic and sassy and... Um, and and really, I mean, like, okay. It's Clue. I make fun of movies like Battleship that are about, like, the game Battleship. This was the first this one, This was though. the first one, and it didn't take itself too seriously. And I think that's that's why it worked, is because it played... It, it wasn't like, oh, we're... we're you know, more sophisticated than the game. No, like, like the hallway, the opening hall, the uh, parquet floor looked like the game board. I mean, like they played into it, mm-hmm. and uh, it was great. I, I just think it didn't take itself too seriously. No, no, it was meant to be campy. And they got some great comedic actors and actresses in this. Oh my gosh! Um, did you know that Carrie Fisher? was originally slated to play Miss Scarlet. Yeah, and then she went to rehab. Then she had to get, well, that was the better choice. It was, it was. It was what she needed to do. Um, but that broke my heart. I was like, oh my gosh, this could have had Carrie Fisher in it. Yeah, yeah. That would have been beautiful. Talk about but sass, she, man. Well, uh, Leslie Ann Warren really reminds me of Susan Sheridan. Sheridan? Uh, Sarandon. Sarandon, Sheridan. Susan Sarandon. She does in this. A lot. Like the first time, like every time I see her, in this. Yeah. I think. Oh, that's Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon, but it's not. Yeah. So. Um, and then you can put weird. Madeline Kahn in anything and I'm a happy oh, camper. yeah. And uh, rest her soul, she passed away. Mm-hmm, she um, did. And she is irreplaceable. Oh, my God. She's uh, so funny. She's she plays that really straight-faced funny, though. Yes. She's, yeah, she's, yeah. And as mm-hmm. Mrs. White, she's just really, really great. Like, when she delivers the Kleenex line, mm-hmm. husband should be like Kleenex, soft, yes. strong, and disposable. Um, <laughs> just like, that yeah. Was, that was a beautiful scene. So, um, and I love how they they did build the set. Um, it, it's gorgeous. They built that, it, it was a, and it was a set. Um, except the exterior shots and the hall, the the ballroom, not the hall, oh, the, the ballroom. ballroom. Okay. Sorry. I'm Ballroom picture was in my head. The word hall came out of my mouth. <laughs> I don't know how that worked. But the ballroom and the house, the exterior parts of the house were an actual mansion. Okay. Um, the rest was a set. The rest was an actual set. That's awesome. Let me see if I can find. They did a great job. Mm, the endings, the unused ending. Set design, da 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 da, to decorate the interior sets. Authentic 18th and 19th century fur- century furnishings were rented. Cool, including the estate of Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, there you go. Uh, after completion, the set was bought by the producers of Dynasty. Oh, okay. And used it as the fictional hotel, the Carlton. Oh, all right. Uh, oh God, all, Dynasty. All in shoulder cho- pads. <laughs> so many shoulder pads. Uh, all interior scenes were filmed at the Paramount lot, with the exception of the ballroom scene. The ballroom, as well as the driveway gate exteriors, were filmed on location at a mansion located in South Pasadena. Cool. Uh, the site was destroyed in a fire on October 5th, 2005. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, people were like putting, leaving flowers and stuff at the gate because mm. it was such a local um, favorite. We lost the Hill Valley set, too, to a fire from Back to the Future, which yeah. Christopher Lloyd was in yes. in 1985. Oh, so. Hmm. Uh, who is your favorite character um, of the lot? It's hard. Wadsworth. To pick. Really? I love Wadsworth. Yeah. 
I'm a mix between, I'm a tied between Mrs. Peacock and Mrs. White. Oh my God. Mrs. Peacock was so much fun. She was adorable. She was so loud and shouty. And like when, (laughs) who was it that finally slapped her? Was it Green? Mr. Green that slapped her? Yes. And he was like, I I had to stop her from screaming. I had to stop. And it was great. Oh, it was beautiful. Eileen Brennan was just amazing. She really was. She was so perfect for the part because she played hysterical. Uh huh. And then in her ending, she played it so straight. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. Yeah. So now, okay, the the endings tend to get jumbled in my head. Okay. What the third one that was like, what really happened? Everybody which, did it. Every okay, that was the one that everybody. That was the did one it. where everybody did was it. Was that the one where Green was working for the FBI? Yes, and he was okay. going to go home and sleep with his wife. Okay. Because he yes, wasn't. That's that was the no homo ending, right? So you want to hear a, a continuity error? Of course I do. When um, Yvette goes downstairs and she goes to the billiards room and she gets strangled, uh-huh. the voice you hear is a man's voice. Uh-huh. But in every ending, uh-huh. it was a woman who killed Yvette. Oh. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, because Miss Scarlet killed her in one. Mm-hmm. And then Miss Peacock. Mm-hmm. And then what was the third one? There was Miss Scarlet, Miss Peacock, and Mrs. White. Okay. It's the only women there are. Oh, well, yeah. That's all you got. Yeah. One, two, three. But in every one of them, it was a woman. Cool. Who killed her. So, yeah. I Fun. Just, I, yeah, I think Wadsworth is my favorite. Yeah, I liked him a lot. But I, I just think either Mrs. Ms. Madeline Kahn, though. Yeah. When they go to sing, she's a uh, she's a jolly good fellow, and she starts harmonizing the counterpiece. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, I want to be you! You're so great. my one of my favorite things is when she starts talking about flames. That was improv. On the side of her face. That was improv. Of course, it was. She was a genius. She was absolutely genius. Um, I loved her in Blazing Saddles. I loved her in um, and it's not his most well known movie. Um, the Mel Brooks movie High Anxiety. Hmm. She was great in that. Well, of course, she was great in literally everything she was ever in. Right. Um, but yeah, she's she's amazing. Was. I, I hated that we lost her. Well, Eileen was older and mm-hmm. Madeline had a very cancer. Eileen had cancer, too. I think it was yeah. bladder cancer. I don't Because I started looking people up last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. And Tim Curry's not doing well from what I understand. No, he had a stroke in 2014. Something like that. Um, He's doing... 14. Yeah, he's doing much, much better. It was very, very... uh, I don't want to say hush-hush, but it's his personal life. And it needs to be personal. Yeah, it's his own... I mean, he didn't even admit to playing Pennywise publicly until, like, the 2000s. Bless his heart. So I mean, uh, I mean, he's a human being just like the rest of us, and he's he's has every right to his own ex- personal life. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he is doing much better because they did the Rocky Horror Picture Show reunion oh, last year. Yeah, and there were I was on a, a Entertainment was the big Weekly. Anniversary, yeah, yeah, they did the Entertainment Weekly photographs, and he was not. He was better than he had been. Yeah, but he was not looking well. Yeah, bless his heart. So. I adore him. Oh, uh, anything. If he's in something, I will. Yeah. So this, speaking of Rocky Horror, this, you texted me. I did. You said, I figured out what this movie is. It's Rocky Horror meets House, House on, on Haunted, Haunted Hill. Hill. And this was called Hill House, wasn't it? It was the Hill House. Yeah. Because uh, I watched it twice. No, I watched it two and a half times this weekend. Don't ask about half. It just, I was kind of in and out it watching just happened. it. It was on in the room I was in. Yes. 
uh, and then I realized my daughter had not watched it, and I made her watch it last night. Yeah. Good parent. I know, right? Um, it happened when I found out she'd never seen Monty Python on the Holy Grail, too. So oh, I sat her down immediately. And remedied that and situation. And had her watch it. And she, she's like, I understand now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many references. <laughs> well, it's like the whole reason why I, was, I watched Deliverance. It's a terrible, awful movie. Yeah. And it will make you cringe. But all of the references make sense to me now. Yeah. Boing, 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 boing. Yeah. Dueling banjos. You don't necessarily want them to make sense, kids. No, it's a bad. Movie. It's it's bad. It's I was a, the whole time watching movie. it. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, this is terrible. Yeah. Um, all right, so I have printed out all of the IMDb trivia. Oh my god, of course you did. As I do. So um, I'm going to go through the ones that I found to be more interesting. Okay. Uh, because there are there are a lot of. Them. I have nine pages, and this text is. Oh, printed kind of tiny so um the color of each character's car is the same color as their playing piece in the game that's awesome i thought that was great uh madeline Kahn's short flames on the side of my face monologue about her <laughs> hatred for yvette the french maid was ad-libbed and improvised oh my god it was great flames flames on the side and i've quoted that so many times oh my gosh um the picture at the theater Mm-hmm. did not it had a 15 million dollar budget really it did not make that much in the box office oh yeah it was kind of a it was commercial kind of flop. a flop it's it's only come yes. to prominence as a as a cult classic yes absolutely uh which it totally deserves um okay only wadsworth and yvette see the cook before she's killed okay after she rings the gong for dinner she runs to the kitchen before the characters enter the hall when she is visible to the dining room in the kitchen wadsworth turns his body to cover the cook just in time for mrs peacock to look towards the kitchen oh and i read all of these and then rewatched it okay and saw all of that it's like "Uh uh-huh uh, with the exception of Professor Plum, who actually wears a purple vest and suit, all of the other dinner guests wear clothing colors or accents that are the opposite of their respective pseudonym colors on the color wheel. Oh, man, that got deep. Mr. Green wears a red tie, which he does. Okay. Colonel Mustard, which is yellow, wears a dark red-violet suit. Uh, Mrs. White wears a black dress. Right. Miss Scarlet wears a green dress. Mrs. Peacock wears a dress and feather hairpiece in colors of orange and rust. Yeah. The costumes in this were amazing. Oh, they were gorgeous. Uh, and both Mrs. Peacock and Miss Scarlet were wearing Mary Jane style type shoes mm-hmm. with a strap. Miss White was not. Yeah. I was like, darn it, I wanted her to be wearing them too. I have a thing for Mary Jane I shoes. I know. I do too. So. They're great. It's all Agent Carter. Yeah. Um, in the U.S. version of the board game. Only Professor Plum and Colonel Mustard have any identifiable backgrounds given their titles. In the UK version, Reverend Green's profession is also apparent. All of the other characters' backgrounds are left ambiguous. However, on some editions of the board game, the covers show Mrs. White dressed as a maid. Yeah. That's kind of weird. One of the photos burnt is a photo of Colonel Mustard and a soldier, both in U.S. Army dress uniform. The soldier is likely his driver and the motorist. Oh. Mm. Oh, yeah, because when he said, my old boss, clunk. Right. 
Uh, Wadsworth decides how the guests will be paired up to search the house by cutting matchsticks into various links, and the guests appear to draw these at random. Mm -hmm. Naturally, the partners were assigned by the script, and the process could not be left to chance. Of course. Before Wadsworth holds out the cut matchsticks to the guests, he was given them in the correct order. The guests acted as if they were picking randomly, but simply drew the matchsticks in order from left to right. When I rewatch the movie after reading all of these, it's down below the screen camera and you cannot see oh, the matchsticks as that's they are they pulling did. them. Okay. So I was like, yeah, that's how they did it. Movie magic. I know, right? Um... Differences in two weapons in the film include that the revolver in the board game is most commonly a pepper box revolver, an early 1800s revolver with a six-bullet chamber jutting out from the main gun parts. The gun parts. Gun parts. Uh, <laughs> however, it was changed to a regular 38 caliber revol revolver to possibly keep up with the modern time period the film is set in. Well, the more modern. The lead pipe in the game was also bent at an angle to emphasize the fact that it was possibly used in Mr. Body's murder. The film shows it completely straight. That's true. Um, Professor Plum hypothesizes this one I was really, really interesting to me. To the group that the brandy was poisoned. In the original Cluedo board game, poison was included among the possible weapons and later reintroduced in the 1990s game Clue Master Detective. Ooh, I like poison. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't realize how many different references there were. Yeah. Uh, there are a few departures from the original board game. In the movie, the hall has been transformed into part of the playing board and has been replaced by the front doors. This was probably done so that the rooms didn't have to stand alone. Yeah. Well, that makes perfect sense. Dun, dun, dun. Um... The name of the butler Wadsworth was similar to Waddington, who created the Cluedo board game. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I never understood why it was Cluedo, and then we had to make it Clue in America. Different company. Waddings, Wadsworth versus... Um, oh, you think? I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. Well, it's a different culture. I mean, it's not unusual. I mean, uh, what was it? The Avengers was called Avengers Assemble. Yeah, that's true. It's not unusual for them to give them different names. And I don't know why. I know. The paint. Now, I understand, like, in some cultures, when you translate, it's weird. Yeah, because you don't want to translate it into, a, like, a dirty word. Yeah. Uh, the painting behind Mr. Body's chair in the dining room depicts Mr. Body in a butler's uniform, foreshadowing the revelation in ending C that Mr. Body was the real butler. Oh. Da da da. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Who has a portrait made of their butler? Wadsworth. Wadsworth. At the beginning of the movie, Wadsworth tells the guests, of course, since you've each been addressed by a pseudonym, you'll have realized that nobody here is being addressed by their real name. In the third ending, the characters find that this was true, even for Wadsworth himself. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, when Wadsworth cuts the power to the house during his solving of the mystery, it represents the point of divergence. Oh, okay, so that's the point where the three different endings mm -hmm. skew off. Yes. Uh, Mr. Green is being blackmailed because he is a homosexual working for the government. Later on, J. Edgar Hoover calls the house. In ending C, where everyone is guilty, Mr. Green is really an FBI agent sent in to infiltrate the blackmailer. In a couple of ironic twists, J. Edgar Hoover has 
long been suspected of being a homosexual, and in the 1950s, Hoover started a case called Operation Baby Doll, in which he gathered intelligence on possible homosexuals working in the federal government. Well, there we go. Now, there we have it, folks. Um, here's a nice long one. When Mr. Body pretends to be dead after the revolver is fired in the dark and the six guests try to figure out how he died without having been shot, Wadsworth is missing during the entire sequence in the study up until he joins the guests in checking on a screaming Yvette in the billiard room. I, I rewatched it. He was not there. Uh, see, there's so much about this that you have to like be paying very, very, very close attention to. Wadsworth's absence was supposed to be intentional because there was a fourth ending filmed where Wadsworth accuses Professor Plum of killing Mr. Body, Mrs. Peacock of killing the cook, but Plum correctly deduces that the reason Wadsworth knows who murdered Mr. Body and his five informants is because Wadsworth murdered everyone himself. Wadsworth reveals that he had poisoned all the guests with a slow-acting toxin he put in their drinks, and then he runs to every room in the house that has a working telephone and he rips them out of the wall one by one. He is interrupted when the doorbell rings and is met by the undercover chief of police who disarms Wadsworth with a punch to the gut after Wadsworth attempts to shoot him. The guests tell the chief and the policeman with with him Wadsworth did it all and Wadsworth starts to reenact to them how he did it, only to slip out of the door and lock them all in Hill House. The police break the conservatory window to get out with the guests and Wadsworth drives off, only to find the dogs he had at the doghouse and conservatory window are in the back seat and growling at him about to attack him. Yeah, that is way darker. The ending was rejected for being too dark and also to keep the film's allowed running time. I want to see it now, though. They filmed it. I want to see it. Mm, me too. I gotta get a sip of water. <laughs> Um, the line, communism is just a red herring, is said in all three endings, twice by Wadsworth and once by Miss Scarlet. Not only is it a pun, particularly after World War II, <laughs> the Russian communists were frankly called Reds. Reds, yeah. Uh, but it cleverly refers to a MacGuffin, or a literal red herring, implemented by the screenwriters, because none of the murders murders motives end it. up having anything to do with creating political conspiracy yep yeah i think it was fun that they set this in the 50s it was 1950 uh 54 54 57 54 yeah <clears throat> um and ending b and c respectively both mrs peacock and mr green take off their glasses when their cover is blown <gasps> which reminds me of for some stupid reason, anytime somebody takes off their glasses dramatically, I always think of not Superman, the Clark Kent thing. Yeah. But from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. When Brad takes off his Brad glasses. Brad finally takes off his Superman! glasses. Superman! Yeah. Of course uh, you would think of that. I know. Uh, when walking through the hall to the library, Colonel Muster pauses to look up at the chandelier that later in the film almost kills him. Yep. So I got one more page. Almost done. Uh, in two of the endings, ending A and ending B, where multiple people are not the killers, as is the case in ending C, a woman is the murderer in both, the film connecting with that old maxim, the female of the species being deadlier than the male. Yep. Uh, in ending B, Mr. Green remarks, Mrs. Peacock was a man? 
A peacock refers to the male of the species and a peahen. You told me that at is the, the zoo. Is the female counterpart. Uh-huh. Because you know stuff about stuff. Yes, yeah, because I am a very lonely person. I go to the zoo by myself far, far too much. <laughs> uh, when Yvette sneaks down to the billiard room and is asked if anyone saw her, the voice is clearly a male's voice. However, it was a female who revealed that the killer, Mrs. White. <gasps> That's what really happened. Um... The cook's dialogue of dinner will be ready at 7.30 is her one and only line. Oh. And that's all of the IMDb trivia that I found interesting. I, I liked it. That's good stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. I am here for this. I know you are. Uh, but also what I discovered while looking into this film. Retro. There is an episode of Psych. Yes, and I haven't had a chance to watch it that yet, but you said it was really good. It You can watch it as a, I think you can watch it as a standalone episode, because I've never watched an episode of Psych, and, you and I went and watched this. It's in, is it season seven or season eight? Seven, uh, season seven, episode five, I think is what okay, you said. Okay, because I told you, I just forgot. Yeah. It's called 100 Clues. It is Psych's 100th episode. Oh my God, that's awesome. It's their 100th episode extravaganza. Um, but it's also a uh, homage. homage to Clue. It has uh, Leslie Ann Warren. Oh, wow. Martin Mull and Christopher Lloyd. Oh, my gosh. Are all in it. That's awesome. Um, and and I, ha- I watched it and made a list of... Um, references? References. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. That they did. Um, at the beginning of the movie... Of being the of the episode, uh, Sean mm-hmm. is gets a singing telegram. Oh my God! She's in the same type same of uniform outfit. and everything to a mystery dinner. Oh my gosh! Uh, um, Leslie Ann Warren, uh, her character wears a reddish dress because she was Miss Scarlet. She was Miss Scarlet. Uh, Christopher Lloyd plays his character's name is Martin Kahn. Which is a nod to Madeline Kahn. Oh my gosh. And the episode is also dedicated to Madeline Kahn. To Madeline Kahn. She died, um, I want to say she died right around the time okay. this happened. I don't, I don't remember why, why it was dedicated to her specifically. Oh, that's awesome. As opposed to Eileen. Well, I think Eileen, Eileen might have passed shortly after it, um, it aired. But, but also with his first name being uh, Martin, I'm wondering if that's a reference to uh, Martin McFly. Oh, it could have been. That could very well have been because Martin, because Christopher Lloyd. I'm pretty sure they've made Back to the Future references on uh, on Psych as well. I used to watch it. Uh, the opening sequence are clue esque type cards. <gasps> oh my gosh! To the show, um, Christopher Lloyd does say, "Great Scott." <gasps> you needed to know that. Oh, I need to see this episode. Uh, there's a dead guy in the freezer, cook style. There you go. Um, they do the counting game. Oh my gosh! One plus one plus. They do that. Oh, I love that part. Uh, there is a secret room. There is a falling chandelier. And uh, there's uh, running around with the theory. That is the like house. the best part of this movie. Oh, is so much. I loved the running around. Um, and at the end of it, Sean and Gus do say that they're going to go home and sleep with their wives. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm sure there were some things that I missed, but it was... That's amazing. It was a great episode. I was just... And I've never watched Psych. I've wanted to see it, but it's, yeah. you know, again, One life. of those things. Yeah. So, if you get a chance... If you love Clue, you can watch it as a single episode. Okay. Okay. It was really good. Um, 
I will say that I have the uh, Sherlock version of Cluedo. Yes, of course you do. And it's very, it's very fun. Which Clue you you can't play it with two people. You can't. That's Unfortunately, why. That's the only reason why we haven't like well, worn you, that thing yeah, out. Yeah, we've never because if you can't do it with two people. I think I have a uh, a set of like just Clue. Yeah, but you just can't play it. Like Beck and I would play it, but it's just the two of us. Yeah, exactly. We, we do have Lord of the Rings Monopoly, and the three of us need to get together. And we play do. It. Oh my god, I haven't played Monopoly th- in the longest time. I think technically the set belongs to my oldest child, but doesn't matter. It's here. Yay. We also have uh, Pokemon Yahtzee, should you ever feel the need to play that. Um, I just stick with Monopoly. I'm waiting for them to make a Monopoly movie. Oh, honestly. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, I think, because I tried to think about it, because I was like, okay, for a while there, and I can't think of any, like, they were making, like, G.I. Joe movies, and they were making, like, Battleship, and... Um, Jim even had a movie. Oh God, Jim, so, just Jim. A Jim movie just came out like last year. Yeah, I need to see it and laugh at it. Oh my God, and need also to hate watch it and also feel nostalgia. Um, but yeah, this was really the first one I could think of. No, it really, it really was that. Like they it made is. a movie based on a board game and it worked. Yeah, it worked well. Well, it didn't work commercially, but no, I love this following. movie. Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah, and I'm with you. I think the running around. And that was the hardest part for them to film, obviously. Oh, it had to be. It had to be. <laughs> I know, and the music made it. The music made it. Oh, yeah. And I love the one plus two plus one plus two. <laughs> it's, I don't know how uh, they kept all that straight. Well, what, when, the third time through that I watched it, I was like, okay, yeah. One plus two plus two plus one. No, it was one plus one plus two plus one. No, but if you're telling the truth, it was one plus two plus one plus one. Yeah. Actually, it was one plus one plus two plus one. Okay. Because it was one in the dark mm-hmm. when they shot at Mr. Body. When he supposedly died the first time. So that was one. And then there was... Uh, no, it was one plus two plus one plus one. Because it was one at Mr. Body. It, uh, Yvette shot two at the door. Uh-huh. Uh, one at the chandelier and one at the scene telegram. Okay. So it was one Leaving. plus two plus one plus one. Okay. Not one plus one plus two plus one. <laughs> Or one plus two plus two plus one. No, oh I got to figure it out. Oh my God, I'm so glad you kept that straight. Because it's one I did plus not. two plus one plus one. <laughs> well, when you think about it as far as the show, not just numbers yeah. in general, yeah. it makes sense. Like associate with actual events. Because the only events. two was when Yvette was shot at the door. And damn, that maid was a good shot, I just would like to say. Yeah. Which I believe in an interview, um, they did admit that they did in fact hire her because of the boobs. Well, I mean, they were quite prominent. She wanted the part, from what I've read, she wanted the part so, that was, it's Colleen. Colleen somebody. Um, crap, crap. Colleen Colleen Camp. Yeah. Uh, she wanted the part so badly that she went to the audition dressed as a French maid. Damn. And they saw the uh, the twins. Yes, and decided because through the whole movie, everybody Mrs. Peacock's looking at them. Everybody's, everybody's looking at those. eyeballing those titties. Yeah, they are eyeball worthy. Yeah, though, they're like so. up to her chin for God's sake. Oh my God, they were, and she had to been wearing something push uppy. Oh yeah, to get them out there like they did. Yeah, because they don't sit like that natural. No, sorry guys, they don't. They do not sit like that. Um, I adore that Mr. Body's real name. Yeah. Is leaving. And I never really noticed it until I was... Because, you know, and I've said this before when we do movies. 
I have a really bad habit, especially, you know, recently with phones and stuff like that. I have a really bad habit of putting a movie on and not really watching it. Like, mm-hmm. be like you said, being in the room while it's on. Mm-hmm. Well, when we do a podcast, I actually sit down and watch. Right. And so I saw his name come up and I was like, leaving. Is that a joke? And no, that's the dude's name. No, that is really his name. But I'm trying to find... I read somewhere... I read somewhere that he was picked because of his name. Because of his name. He's the lead singer of some band. Really? Okay, the actor playing Mr. Body is the front man of the punk rock rock band Fear. It was chosen because because his name is Lee Ving. Mr. Body will be leaving soon. Oh my gosh. These film nerds. Uh, oh, here's one. The screams heard when the characters rush to the maid in the billiard room are not from the actress playing the maid. They are from the actress playing Miss Scarlet. Okay. From the scenes where the dead body of the cook and the live body of Wadsworth fall out of the meat locker. Oh, okay. So it's like the Wilhelm screen, only... Oh, my gosh. Not. Only not. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So many things. The sipping soup. Oh, God, this... <laughs> And Miss White looks at him like she's so offended, and then she's like, Meh. and she does it herself. Oh my god, oh my that gosh. was beautiful. Oh, it was so awkward. And then later, Wadsworth comes in here, and Mr. Green was sitting here, and Mrs. Peacock was sitting here, and Professor Plum was sitting here, and just, oh my god. And then Mrs. White comes in, looking all pale, and <laughs> nobody could have done those impressions like he did. Well, you know, they originally wanted uh, the director wanted somebody else, and then he died. And then they no, had talked about was... Rowan Atkinson, and then they realized he wasn't well enough known in the United right, States. Right, right. So they got uh, so they got Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Yeah, I read that because he went to school with the director, and so the director was just like, "Hey, you want to be in this movie?" Like he personally asked him or something. Yeah. So. Yes. I, I like I love Rowan Atkinson, but I don't know that I. Really John Cleese was considered to be Wadsworth. I could see that. I love Rowan, but I don't know that I... I'm sure he'd pull it off. He's fabulous. But you have to have a British butler. You just yes, have to. Like, it's a rule. I buttle. Can you imagine uh, one Mr. Edwin Jarvis doing this? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He could totally pull this off. He could. It'd be great. Oh, my gosh. Watch if you haven't watched Agent Carter and you and you like uh, butlers, then you, you need oh to give that a Oh my God, chance. James Darcy! I could eat him with a spoon. Yeah, you could. Oh gosh, He's he so just buttles awesome. all up over the place. Um, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, and if you want to learn more about butlers, I believe there's a podcast on our Gotham series where I go way into far too much detail about buttling. Yeah. There's like a school. Yeah. So I want to be a butler when I grow up. I know. So I I don't think I like the real ending because Wadsworth is a bad guy. They were all bad guys in the end. Every one of them. Yeah. Nobody was innocent. That's true. Except Mr. Green. Which I didn't like. I wanted Wadsworth to be the nice guy. I'm sorry. Plus that was the Tim no Curry ending. can't be a nice guy. He's never the nice guy. That's true. It's Tim Curry. I know. I mean, God. I know. I wanted. I wanted him to. He was so charming. Yeah. His wife was friends with <gasps> socialists. Oh. Well, 
all make mistakes. I know. Oh, my God. Oh and God. one of my favorite things was uh, in the dinner scene at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. When Mrs. Peacock just starts prattling on and on and on. And she won't stop talking. Okay. You know what's really scary? That would be me. I know. Because you're the nervous talker. Because, I, yeah. I could not stand just sitting there in silence. I'm like, oh, my God. And she doesn't shut up. And yeah. I'm, and I, that would be me. And I had this little voice inside my head going, shut up. And you're like, shut nope, up. Can't, and my mouth can't is like, shut up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was, it was so weird. And Professor Plum. He was great. <laughs> he was so creepy. I know. And I love Christopher Lloyd. He made me want to shower so badly. Yeah. He and was so skeezy. Not in a good way. Yeah. Not in a fun way. No. He was so skeezy. So very skeezy. Yeah. And I loved, they they kind of did like a weekend. Maybe this is where Weekend at Bernie's got the idea. Possibly. When they were like, you know, dancing with the dead people. And they were oh like. Oh, God, yes. They're making out with one this of them. This man is drunk. Yeah. Dead drunk. <laughs> dead right. Oh, my God. And I'm trying to, okay, when, uh, what was it? Colonel Mustard was dancing with the cook. And Mrs. Yes. Peacock was behind them. Yes. There is no way that blade was still in her back. No. Because when they move her out, she still has the knife in her back. Yeah. Which, why the hell didn't they just take it out? Because, my God, at this point, yeah, give it up. But then Mrs. Peacock is behind her, and I'm like, yeah, there's no way that knife was still in her back. And wasn't Mrs. White the one that was making out with... uh, Making out with um, Mr. Body. Yeah, yeah. Holding his (laughs) arm up and wiggling her butt at everybody. Oh, my God. They're just having a good time. There's nothing illegal about this. Really? <laughs> That's America. Oh my gosh. I didn't know it was that free. That was great. I love this movie. Oh, it was so great. What else? Um, I think they made a good use of their sets. Yes, it they did. Felt, it felt like the the game. It did. It did. The main well, they hall had, and then all the rooms off to the side. They did, and, and they had the dining room and the lounge and the study and the library and the secret because pa- we're watching it and 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 my daughter was like, "Does that go to the so and so or does that go to the conservatory?" Or I just, it doesn't matter if it's so weird. When I we, read that the passageways go to where they, they go do in go the game. to where they're supposed to go to. Um, yep. But the thing is, is when we're watching a movie and I've seen it and she hasn't, if she can ask me a question and it doesn't matter if I just say nothing. Uh-huh. She are, she can fig- she can read me like a freaking book. Yeah. She's like, it is, isn't it? <laughs> and I'm like, nothing. I'm blank. And she knows. And I don't know how <laughs> she's figured. I have a tell, apparently. But yeah, we were watching it and she was like, oh, does that do the thing? And I'm like. I don't want to run the movie for you, but you're asking. <laughs> she doesn't care, but she's one of those weird people who don't care about spoilers. So. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> okay, do you want to go through the characters one by one? Yes. Let's go through yes, the characters I one by do. one, and then we'll call it a day. So there's the motorist. Yes. Who was the motorist? The motorist was... Uh, he used to work for Colonel Mustard, Colonel Mustard's right? driver in the war. Right. And Colonel Mustard stole radio equipment. Yeah. And sold it on the black market. Ain't nobody there innocent. Nope. Um, he did drive a 1953 Chevy Bel Air. Okay. The motorist. Uh, okay. Uh, Mrs. Ho. 
Okay, the the cook. Is the cook. She was Mrs. Peacock's cook, specifically. She was kind of scary. She was very imposing. When she she was was. like, dinner will be ready at 7.30. But that that was her only line, which was really weird. Um, Then there was Yvette, Mm -hmm. who was Mrs. Scarlet's... Employee. Employee. I was just going to go straight to whore. Well, yeah. Call it like it is. Um... That's the connotation of the word, not the word itself. Yeah. My gosh. Uh, Yeah. So she was, she gathered information for her. Yep. Then there was the police officer. Okay. Now, but the police officer was also Miss Scarlet. He was in Miss Scarlet's pay. Yeah. So that's Miss Scarlet's got two right there. Although it's kind of a trickle effect. Yeah. So um, who else was there? That was the maid, the cook. Wadsworth? Wads. Well, I'm trying to get the outside oh. characters. The singing telegram girl. Singing telegrams. She was the one having the affair with Professor Plum. Yep. So that's what... <laughs> you know the thing you're not supposed to do with your female patients? Oh, He sh- did that. He did that. She was played by... Oh, crap. Hang on. Oh, shoot. Is it somebody cool? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Crap, and you're going to... Uh, do I need to look it up? No, I've got it right here. Just hold on. Oh, shit. Do a control F. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in too deep. <laughs> <laughs> Where is she? Oh my gosh. Played by Jane Wedlin of the Go Go Girls. Really? Yep. Oh wow. I did not I did not know that. I'm looking her up right now. Okay. Oh my god, she's precious. Apparently she wasn't in my notes. Yeah, that was her. Oh my gosh, I that's so cool. A singing telegram. <laughs> Sorry. Uh then there was Howard Hessman played uh, the evangelist or the chief. Yes. Who looks an awful lot like the comedian, the stand-up comedian guy. Oh, God, he was so raunchy. George Carlin? George Carlin. Yeah. He reminds me of George Carlin. He's like, got that deep voice. Mm-hmm. He makes me think of him. He was in Saved by the Bill. Uh, so he was the police chief? Yeah. That's just who he was. Yep. Okay, that's kind of boring. <laughs> um... The cop was played by Bill Henderson. Da, 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 da. I can and hear the music in my head. Then we had Mr. Body. Yeah. Played by Lee, Lee Ving. Ving. Uh, so he was Wadsworth's butler. butler. He didn't seem to be butler material. No, he did not. He was a little spooky scary. Yeah. To be but boy he but it was awfully nice of him to wrap those presents with the he found black boxes that fit just perfectly they were really really aesthetically pleasing and then he tied these beautiful purple ribbons I was kind of surprised them. they all fit in that case yeah there's that too I was like what is it a Mary Poppins bag but there was not a single person who undid the bow no they, they all, all slid them off and I'm like boy that's not dramatic or anything no I would have been like. And I think all the women were wearing the same nail polish, by the way. Oh, the red? The yeah. same color, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I like her nail polish color. What are the other women wearing? And the same and thing. And it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, it was the 50s. They That's only had true. like two colors. That's pink true. and red. 
Okay. Um, and then that brings us to when then we it's our main characters. Yeah. Uh, there's Wadsworth who was. I love Wadsworth. Okay. So how did exactly he fit into all of this? He, was he just someone who was being blackmailed? And okay, so he was, he said his story was. Uh, his being blackmailed because his wife was friend with socialists. Yes. And she committed suicide. Yes. So was he still being blackmailed? That's kind of the impression I got. Um, but then he came up with this whole plan. He had a butler. Yeah. So if he had a butler, then he still had money. Yeah. They must have had a lot of money. Yeah. To have a butler. Well, I guess in my opinion. Um, it's relative. Well, but if you just look at it like he's really the he's really Mr. Body. True. But then Oh, well, that's that's true. So then... Then why not continuing just blackmailing everybody? True. Why bring everybody together? Uh, so then... But at some point, he said something about he was working for Mr. Body for free. Yeah, yeah. Um, as a butler, and his wife was... It just was really confusing. Yeah. I don't know how much it was real or... I that's like, the thing, though. Like yeah. But then, okay, so there's Mrs. Peacock. Right. Uh, who was married to a s- unnamed senator. Yep. They called him Senator Peacock at one point. Or him. Uh, and she was taking bri- she was taking bribes for her husband's votes. Yes. So apparently what she said went, because if she told him to vote a certain way, he would. Because I, I always thought that sounded kind of dicey. Or maybe she was the one making the bribe deals to keep him clean. Could be. And then she would tell him. Yeah. And But why a men's restroom? Mrs. Peacock was a man? See? Question mark, question mark. I, it's, it's all right there. Yeah. Okay, so uh, then there's Miss Scarlet, who was the... Um, Madam. Madam of the House of Ill Repute. I, I loved how she was just like... Um, they were talking about, they were all, tra- like, at first, Miss Peacock was going to deny that she was being blackmailed, and da 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 mm-hmm. And Miss Scarlet was like, I don't deny it. And they're like, oh, are you are you saying that you're not guilty? And she's like, no, I did the thing. Oh, she's said, oh, are you not for. being blackmailed? Yeah, and she goes, no, so, I, yeah, yeah, I just did it. And I did the thing. So, that was beautiful. Yeah. That was beautiful. Okay, so then, uh, there was Colonel, or Colonel Mustard. Yes. We kind of talked about already. A little bit, yeah. Um, who stole the radio parts. Um, but also apparently is using Mrs. Scarlet's services. Yes. Which that, well, like well, somebody said that if Mrs. Scarlet, Mrs. Scarlet was exposed, everybody would be exposed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What, did, what was she worried about? That's why I'm more inclined to, I don't know. I kind of like the ending where she's the big bad. Yeah, me too. And stealing all the secrets, but then she becomes the blackmailer. Yeah. I don't know. That's a weird turn of events. Um, Okay, then there's Mr. Green, whose sole sin was being a homosexual. Yep. It was 85. Well, actually, it was 1954, so. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Still. Uh, Professor Plum. Uh, he a hound dog. Oh, my God. He was so scuzzy. He was. So scuzzy. And it, it takes a lot for me to think that Christopher Lloyd is scuzzy because mm. I adore him because he's Doc Brown for me. I mean, like, the, that's the biggest role that I, I remember him for. And I love those movies so much. And to make him scuzzy. Yeah. That was. That it was took, some good yeah. acting. Nope. Acting. 
mm-hmm. acting. He looked all different too. He did. He looked very different. But he he was uh, every character, even when he paired up with Mrs. Peacock. And he called her hun- Honey, Honey Bunch. Bunch. Honey Bunch, yeah. Honey Bunch, you yeah. and me, Honey Bunch. Uh, which we need to talk about that too. That okay. Scene. Uh, so then that just leaves Mrs. White. Okay. Okay. <gasps> now wait. Flames. Mrs. White. In the original discussion, they were talking about her husband, who was found dead with his head and his, uh, you know, mm-hmm. cut you know. off. Yes. But he was not your first husband. Her first husband was an illusionist. Yeah. Who disappeared and never reappeared. He wasn't a very good illusionist. He wasn't very good. Okay. But later <laughs> in the kitchen, he's uh, Professor Plum asks, how many husbands have you had, mine or other women's? That was hilarious. Yeah. Five. Yeah. So I want to know about the other three. So she's gone through three more husbands since one lost his head, or that was just that was, the recent one. Because they ta- no, they talk about that one being her second husband. Oh, and the illusionist as her first husband. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. So there's three other husbands after that. I want to know about the second husband. So she's had three husbands since dude lost his head. Where are they? Dead. See. I don't understand. Yeah. God, I love Madeline Kahn. So much. She's so great. Mine or other husbands. Or other other women's. Mine or other women's. I love that they had to clarify it. Yeah. That was great. Um, Oh, and I think when uh, Colonel Muster was pouring the whiskey for everybody, and he just kind of splashes it around. (laughs) Do you notice he got the big glass, though? There's a lot of alcohol in this movie. Yeah, there is. There's brandy. There's wine at dinner. Cognac. There's there's cognac. The champagne they were greeted with. What happened to the fucking champagne? I'd have down that stuff. I know. (laughs) Love some champagne. Put a few cranberries in there, a little bit of sugar. Oh, it's good stuff. Um, So the pairing scene. Yes. You saw what they did there. Yes. Because uh, it was Mrs. White... In Wadsworth, after she said to him, or he said to her, no man in his right mind would be. Uh, yeah, because she said she said something about like wait until uh, we're, alone, we're together. alone together. Yeah. No man in his right mind would be alone with you. So there's those they two. Got paired up. And then you get the homosexual and the hot maid. Yep, paired up. Um, and then you get, oh, who was it? It was um, Colonel Mustard. Yeah, and Miss Scarlet. Yeah, paired up together. And then you had. Um, Professor Plum paired up with Mrs. Uh, Peacock. Mrs. Peacock, the very proper woman. Yeah. So like every every single pair was matched up. That's why I, I don't. That's why I don't buy the Mr. Green ending where he was and I'm gonna go sleep with my wife because at one point they were talking about something with a vet. And all oh the, yeah, who was gonna go with her in the, all right, and all the men are like, the I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, and Mr. Green's like, No, I'm good. But he was maintaining his cover. I, he was homo. He was he was all the homo. Well, his wife was a beard. I, there you go. I don't. And like, maybe you know sleep. He could actually have meant sleep with, as in go home and go to sleep. Yeah, I don't like the no homo ending. Yeah, I was not a big fan of that. Yeah. So, what you gonna do? Uh, you know, kill everybody. Apparently. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Have them all arrested. Yeah, that was. Okay. And boy, they cleaned up that chandelier real quick. Yeah, they did. I mean, they made a whole show of him holding the broom, like one broom. Yeah. But they needed like one of those little scuttle, shuttleboard yeah. stick type broom. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. the big brooms. I loved it when um, the motorist is making his call and they're in the other room and they're like screaming at each other. Mm-hmm. And then finally, um, 
who is it that gets shushed by the entire room? Mrs. Peacock. Mrs. Peacock, because she's hysterical mm-hmm. and loud. And uh, it was great. Well, she was like, what does it matter? The police are going to be here in, enough, in, in like in half, an, anyway. half an hour. And yeah. what does and it matter? Like, and there's great. two dead bodies in the study or something. Yeah. And Mrs. Scarlet was smoking like a chimney. Yeah, she was. Which you can't do that in movies anymore. No, you can't. No. And every time, every time she'd pick up a cigarette, I was like, uh. You don't uh, need no cigarettes. I know I don't need no cigarettes. And it's been, it was six years last October. Wow. So it was October of 2009 um, when I had my nerve endings destroyed. Um, and my sinuses. So it's been that since then. I mean, I have, I have picked up. I can't say I have not smoked at all since then. I have picked up a cigarette or two since then. Yeah. Um, but every time I do. It hurts. It hurts so badly uh, that I just can't. But I, I, once, when you're addicted to something, you are always, always addicted to it. You're yeah. never not addicted to it. Yeah. So seeing cigarettes, smelling cigarettes, I still, mm, I want that <laughs> hit, man. And it's, and it's part of it's psychological. Um, I mean, even my mother, who quit smoking in her 40s, and she is now 70. Yeah. And I know I've told you the story a hundred times. She will get up, look through all her cabinets, flips her channels on the TV, and stop and realize she's craving a cigarette. To oh, this wow. day, will still do it and realize that she's, she still has cravings. Well, yeah. I don't know if she actually goes through all of that, but she does still have cravings. Yeah. Um, it's an addiction. Yep. It's true. It's... It doesn't stop. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'll smell it. Go. Mm. <laughs> so. Yeah, Miss Scarlet was smoking all up. She was this. smoking up like a chimney. They so. looked unfiltered too. Oh, I smoked those for a while. Oh my god. Oh yeah, Camel unfiltered. Good God, I was, woman. I was cool. I was hard. I'm glad you thought you were. Yeah, I did. I did. <coughs> and I didn't smoke no Marlboros neither. I smoked camels. Oh, my God. I was for real. You were for reals? Yeah, whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah, you were I a dork. It, I was such a dork. It was bad. Don't smoke. Don't oh smoke, God. kids. Don't do it. It's terrible. My mom has lung issues now because of it. Mm-hmm. Mine does, too. Yep. Good times, man. Don't do it. Yep. Um, Anything else you want to talk about this film? Other than if you have not seen this, you have to watch it. And I'm sorry we spoiled the whole thing. And you now. have to watch all the endings. Yes. All the way through. And you have to pay attention. You have to or you miss so much. Yeah. Um, what was it? At the very beginning of the movie, when we watched it last night, uh, my kid asked me, they walk in the door and the, 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 the dog poop yeah. on the, back, the bottom of the shoes. Uh, Wadsworth comes in with it on his shoe. And then the, uh, Mrs. Peacock's the first one there, right? I think so, yeah. No, it was uh, Colonel Mustard. Oh, okay. Which are, somebody was the first one there. And then he does the... <laughs> Yeah. Shoe thing. And she goes, please tell me that's a running joke. I said, yes. Everything. Everything in this movie is a running joke. Yeah. You just have to watch for it. It's there. So. It was so well crafted. It was so campy and terrible. And I loved it so much. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everything. And the sass and the smart ass remarks. Mm -hmm. It just. And the running. The running was the great. The running was the best. It wore me out. I know. I'm like, oh my gosh. 
And we went over here. And we went over here. And Oh, I think I think one of my favorite parts is they run back into the kitchen and Mr. Green is standing there by the, the freezer waiting for uh for him. Well, where is he? And the freezer door opens. Yeah. And he falls into his arms and he just drops him. Yeah. I'm like, Hell yeah. Yeah. You yeah. go. It's great. That was hilarious. But yeah, favorites. if you haven't seen this movie, please go see this movie right now. Which I would hope you would have seen it before you listened. To but you know, whatever. This. I I don't yeah. know your life. You know, do what you want. No judge. <laughs> no judge. Um, you know what else they need to do? What else do they need to do? They need to send us some ideas for random movies. They do indeed. They do at random. Um, damn. <laughs> random tea podcast at gmail dot com. Blank. Random at damn. Random at damn. I need to set up that email. <laughs> oh god um yeah you can uh, just send us a tweet at uh random tea casts yeah uh you can get us on tumblers if you're into that at random podcast.tumblr.com yep and, and we now have a facebook we page. are now on facebook so god uh, help us all please please go like us because we don't like ourselves i know right mm. um and I, i'll give you the disclaimer that there's no guarantee that we're going to do the movie you suggest because it's real a lot of it comes down to mood and yeah. how much research are we willing to do? Well, that and how busy are we with that week with our personal lives and work? Yeah. And uh, But suggestions are always welcome. Well, hell, sometimes we'll just watch the movie. Yeah, that's true. Because reasons. Yeah. Um, but do check out our other podcasts uh, because we don't just do random movies. We have an MCU movie uh, feed. Yeah. Check out our, uh, uh, our babblings on that. Uh, but not just movies. We also do Agent Carter mm-hmm. and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. And we had other stuff. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. And Gotham. Gotham will be back February 29th. Yeah. So uh, the movies will probably be on hold. For a while. Till the end of the, the, the season. Yeah. Um, so. And you know what else they need to do while they're checking out our website? What else do they need to do? They need to check out Oomph. Oomph. Unofficial natural fandom fragrances. Woohoo! And there is a, uh, on every show notes page, um, and on our main page, there is a link to their Etsy site and a coupon code Yep, for 10% off $5 or more. Yes! I got it right. Yay! <laughs> and the code is random tea podcast, no S. Correct. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a good little discount for you there. It is nice because all it takes is one bottle. Yeah, and they're uh, essential oil fragrance sprays. They are. They're really great. They are great. Um, they're fan. They're made by fans for fans. Um, they cover all kinds of fandoms. I just wanted didn't want to say fan again, but I did. But anyway. you did. So uh, I mean, they do Sherlock and Supernatural and Doctor Who and Marvel. Yes. Yeah, Captain America. Freedom <gasps> it smells because like freedom. Freedom. Uh, but then they've got uh, Harley Quinn and Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's one of the ones we never talk about? Psyduck. Psyduck. Uh, they have the Harry Potter houses and the Disney princesses. All the Disney princesses. So many. Including. Princess Leia. They do Princess Leia with the uh, Star Wars line. Yep. Um, but I was thinking. Um, 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 Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, uh, Pirate King Swan. King Swan. Yep. Yeah. And Captain Jack Sparrow. Yep. And well, uh, not welcome. Not welcome to your nightmare. <laughs> the Nightmare Before Christmas? That's the hint that they need to do an Alice Cooper spray, apparently. Um, nightmare Before Christmas, which is another Disney princess, actually. Yeah, Because yeah, they have Jack and Sally. Yep. Um, Disney apparently just owns everything. Yes, they do. 
they're going to own the world. I'm okay with that. Yeah, me mostly too. except for the lack of girl merchandise, but whatever. Whatever. Well, we have Marvel. So. Yeah. As I sit here, my Captain America T-shirt and Bucky Barnes Winter Soldier jacket. Hell yeah! Because freedom. Because freedom. Because freedom. That's why. Uh, what else? So yeah, do check them out. Check them out. They're great. We love them. My yeah. bathroom counter is lined with them. Me too. So, uh, anything else? I think that's it. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.